Welcome back to the Jam Collective, hosted by Mad Men and Eleven. This week, Mads has sent me more TikToks than I know what to do with, and they always send me down a rabbit hole I didn't mean to go down at two in the afternoon, and then I'll have a stupid song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Hey, it's not my fault. The only place to find music anymore is on TikTok. Okay, are you sure that's true? Do you really think TikTok is the best platform for emerging artists? E, of course I do, but I can tell you're gonna fight me on this, so let's get into it. Um, we're gonna start this episode with a story again, uh, and I'm starting this because I feel the most unqualified to be speaking about TikTok this week, um, but I do know that there is two people on this episode that are very excited to speak about it. One of them, we already know, Mads. Hey, Mads. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, and the other person we have joined with us this week is our best friend, Carly Schultz, um, hailing from currently Milwaukee, but usually lives in Boston sometimes, right? Yeah. Pop back every so yeah. often, but I'm your biggest fan. I'm so happy to be here, <laughs> and... Um, I can't wait to talk about the best app ever created with you guys. Wow, that's okay. We'll we'll figure we'll decide we'll if that's get there. true by the end of this. But I think it's I, true. I, <laughs> well, uh, I know that Maz really wanted to have Carly on this because didn't you guys you guys went out um, not out out but like got a nice drink on a patio maybe a month or two mm-hmm. ago and had this really cool chat about TikTok. Yeah, we were we were talking because Carly and I are both very addicted to this app. I think she had just um, deleted it at that time, but we were going back and forth, kind of talking about how it has changed the music industry so much, and this is something that I've been thinking about ever since I got on it, which is probably February, but I think it's slowly and slowly taking over more and more of the music industry, so we had a great conversation about that, and I thought that it would be cool to have her on the episode to discuss. I just, like, okay, so the fact that you downloaded TikTok in February makes me wonder, like, would TikTok have popped off as much as it had if it wasn't for the state of the world right now and then also is tiktok the saving grace of our mental stability right now (laughs) so i got on tiktok before the pandemic um and i remember sitting last fall in my apartment in boston i had just moved there and i was using tiktok and i i loved it and at that time it was still kind of niche and the only people that I knew who used it were several years younger than I am. And um, <laughs> among my, my friends that are my age and also my coworkers who are all um, much, usually much older than I am, it was kind of strange that I, I was using it as often as I was, as often as I <laughs> was using like Instagram or Facebook. And um, so, so I, I'm not sure. I think that the, the COVID topic is... It's a big one, and I think that the short answer to that, in my opinion, is that I think the coronavirus brought a lot more people onto the app than than probably would have gotten brought onto it had the virus not happened. And I think the same can be said. That's definitely yeah, the true. same can That's be said for true. so many other things like like Netflix or or other other things that people can do at home to kind of self soothe. But 
I, I, my <laughs> belief is that prior to the pandemic, TikTok was already um, the best app ever made, and it was still as a, <laughs> it was still as addicting oh. as it is as it was in March when we were all sitting at home depressed with nothing to do. Um, it was still that good last October, and um, yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's an amazing app, and I think more people have just stumbled onto it. More unlikely users like millennials, um, grandparent type people, you know, people in their in their mid twenties that probably wouldn't be using an app that high schoolers use pretty often if it weren't for extreme boredom. So those are my, that's my initial read on, on TikTok. I would definitely agree, but I do think that, that the pandemic really blew TikTok up. And I thought that it was really cool to see so many people on the app like myself who were displaced from their normal life, that it was it was a cool place to go to, to like relate to others or um, I don't know. It, it's I love the aspect of Vine that's in TikTok. Like I sure. love the comedy. I love following all of my favorite YouTubers on there. I just think it's such a perfect collection. And also, like I love all the people who do recommendations or do music blogs on there. Um, especially the recommendations. It's cool. Uh, especially now that I'm going back to New York to see like, oh, they tried this socially distanced uh, dining and they thought this about it. And I just think Mm -hmm. it's such a cool app. And I also want to say that I think that if it weren't for the pandemic, I don't think that TikTok would have taken over the music industry as much as it did because during the pandemic, we haven't seen that many new releases you know, mm. a lot that's, of that's very people haven't, a lot of our tried and true favorite artists haven't been releasing stuff, but, you know, they'll do a cover on TikTok. And that's also made way for all of these kids who are like recording in their basement to go viral with a song that they wrote. Yo, do you think the Grammys this year are just going to be actually yeah. a bunch of knobs from TikTokers yeah. instead of, like, the artists that we're all used to seeing up there? Mm. And I, I even think about Doja Cat. She's been around for a while, but she hasn't gotten big until there was, like, the Say So Dance or Juicy, and, um, like, she has a couple of other songs that went viral through TikTok. So it's interesting that you have these songs that have been around for a while and then there's a trend make it like a dance or doing something funny or recording your parents doing something with it and it it goes viral and then everyone wants to do the same trend Mm -hmm. i'm writing down right now trend equals song plus dance and that's it's like I mean it's song it's song that's the name of this song episode plus visual right and like it's it's so true I mean with these songs that people like to hear on TikTok I mean absent TikTok if you're just thinking about streaming that song on Spotify maybe you'll get some like like nice feelings from just listening to it but the thing that makes it amazing and addicting on TikTok is that you're hearing the song and you're associating it with something that looks either funny or impressive or attractive or something like that. And 
it's kind of like training our brains then after that to associate that song with those good feelings that we get from watching that person, those people to this song do something awesome. And not only do something awesome or attractive, but also to do this dance, usually, that is repeated every time we hear that song. So it's kind of like a Pavlov type thing. Every time we hear the song and we see the dance, or we accept to see, we expect to see the dance. And it just like leads to this like loop of like pleasantness in watching this this thing. Yeah. Do you think this is any different of a re- of a, a reaction or understanding um, than like music videos? Like, is the is what TikTok provides us in terms of like a visual dance element accompanied by a song? Is that any different than a music video? Because like, if you think back to like when we were in like middle school, the trends that were coming out with like the Dougie Soldier Boy, like all those dances that were super popular. Um, the jerk, like all of those originated from a dance in a music video, right? Like, is this any different than that? I think uh, it's a little different because I think the creators of the songs aren't usually the one who is making the trend. Mm-hmm. It's mm. like some high school girl that has been doing dance her whole life that's like, oh, I want to do these five moves. And then other people give her credit for it. And then it um it carries on i totally agree i think it's there's a relatability to these tiktok trends even among like the elite of tiktok like charlie d'amelio bryce hall etc who are certainly no longer relatable people now they're like very much celebrities (laughs) but like there's a relatability to the content they're making because they're just in a room with their phone facing them and it's you know when you're watching a youtube video music video you can you can really see and feel kind of like the business commercial aspect behind the the effort effort, the money (laughs) like the opulence that is so unrelatable but is still like entrancing to look at um so I totally agree with you Madeline I think that's I think that's a huge part behind it going so viral so so it sounds like the difference really isn't that you're like are having an association with a visual component. It's it's more that you're being able to associate this visual dance as something that you could actually do yourself as opposed to looking at a music video that's doing the same like orchestration of trying to get people to stay hooked for a certain amount of time. Um, but you would never be able to like see yourself as a part of that production. But on every TikTok that you watch, you're like, OK, I can just pull my phone out right now and, and do this, too. Yeah, I mean, I've tried. I, I deleted all of them. <laughs> I deleted every single one of them. I tried to. I tried to learn some dances yeah. in, like, April. Oh, oh, um, to the people listening right now, there is one video that all of us are in that is on TikTok. Is it still, does it still exist, Carly? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It does still exist. You can follow me in all, all five of my videos. You have five three videos? Three of which are outtakes. <laughs> I do, but three of which are this video that we made to this song, and my TikTok at is at sad TikToker. Um, so follow me if you want. You'll never see another video out of me. Wait, but that's a, we had a good time. I feel like that's a handle that people might want to steal from you. Yeah, for sure. I think so too, um, and I think I think that's the only thing about me that <laughs> could lend itself to fame someday. So I'm never gonna. Well, sell that's it, the falsest no statement I've ever heard. If any of you guys know who Carly Schulz is, that's ridiculous. But She's kind I, of a big deal. I appreciate your humility in this moment. That's that's nice. We talked a bit about how it's, you know, taking over the top charts, but I just want to go through 
like mm-hmm. some of the songs right now that are on the top played on Spotify, and I will tell you that they are all TikTok songs. The Lemonade. The top song. songs. The top songs on Spotify are all TikTok yes. songs. Yes, I've told you this. Like it's it's taken over. Um, we got Pop Smoke. We've mm. got The Mood. Um, by Twenty Four K Golden. That's when everyone does all the cool transitions to it. Uh, the Put Your Records On by Rip Momney. Mm. Um. Let's see, what else? Oh, the Savage Love just won, like, a Billboard, like, top chart thing. I don't understand it. I don't like that song, but, I mean, mm-hmm. glad for him. Huge on TikTok. Watermelon Sugar, which obviously was was mm-hmm. a great, uh, yeah. WAP, which also would have been <laughs> insane. But, okay, the like, going back to your thing about the music video, E, like, the dance that came out of WAP was not the one from the music video. That's one, true. Yeah, that's some... And there's, like, a lot of dancing in that music video. Um, it's interesting. Our top charts now have just been replaced with all TikTok music. Okay, but, but my argument against this is, yeah. which you brought up yourself, is that, like, artists that we're used to listening to are not producing their... Or they're not dropping songs right now. Yeah. So it would make sense then that the top charts are going to be pulling from the only source of like consistently put out music, which is all the music that gets put on TikTok. And maybe that's an argument for TikTok in itself that like people are finding that as the easiest medium to do it. But I wonder if it was quote unquote normal times and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the artists that we subscribe to like since forever would be normally whipping out songs as they do if this would still be the case. I have a question. Yeah. So about, I'm wondering, so first of all, on this current top 10 or whatever chart on Spotify, these are all pretty much songs by artists that I would consider, like, not as as high quality as, like, and not saying that, like, you know, fucking Selena Gomez is, like, high quality, like, but, Mm. like, they're established, you know? I mean, thinking about what the top 10 or top 50 looked like a year ago. Yes. It was all, it was all predictable, probably like Drake, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, probably yada Drake. yada. And I mean, so I think that, you know, having a spot on the, the top chart today certainly is, is great because they're getting a ton of listeners. But do you guys think that TikTok has commoditized a spot on the top 10 chart and do you guys think that it has has kind of lowered lowered what it means or lowered the bar for for the top 10 so many other people have had to work for years and years to get at that place like you think about how long lady gaga probably worked before she got on the top charts and these these people like literally some of them are still in high school and now they're on the top charts like most listened to so what I'm wondering about is if they will stay, like if they can keep producing good music. Eden says no. There's no mm-hmm. way this is sustainable. Also, just like, mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about just life in general right now, but I feel like everything we consume, we're kind of accepting at this point as being mm-hmm. lower bar than yeah. 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 previously. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like and kind among- of fine with it. Totally. And even among these artists that, so, you know, 
on the top 10, there's a bunch of random artists that I've never heard of before. But there's also a song by, like, Jason Derulo, who is very active on TikTok. The talk, if you will. And I would say <laughs> that, you know, like, so maybe, you know, the top 10, top 50 on Spotify is is generally lower quality. But also, what does it say about the quote-unquote more established artists like Jason Derulo or, like, maybe Doja Cat? who are releasing songs right now just to get them to go, like, slap happy viral on TikTok so they can go platinum in a day with no effort. That is a beautiful point, if you think about it. When's the last time you heard a good song out of Jason Derulo? That's what I was going to... I agree. He's such such an industry, like, machine, you know? And, like, all the power to him. He's so rich, and he's honestly a happy guy. Like, I like his videos, but his music is is kind of it's confusing and he's been around forever and he's one of those guys that like he's just he's just making songs that he probably doesn't feel super passionate about but that just make him a ton of money he feels so he's just kind of using this to make quick money he feels like like someone that should go on the mask singer and like try (laughs) it at that like and almost to me like any famous quote-unquote famous or like historically known artist um that is trying to use tiktok as their platform for pushing their music out like i Mm -hmm. i don't think are like 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 guys kendrick's not gonna drop a fucking song on tiktok like no jay-z's not gonna drop a song some of his like some mm -hmm. of his songs like have gone viral and this is this is another thing like older songs are being uh, swept up in this, like my sister probably didn't know who Fleetwood Mac was a couple mm-hmm. months ago, and now she does. So but what is uh, the value in that? Like, what does that mean? What is? I mean, I think that they're learning some stuff. Like that makes me happy. Like, I. <laughs> but the thing that hurts my soul about that is that your sister, or not to call your sister out, but like people who are like in high school or younger are probably hearing like this one dreams Fleetwood Mac song and being like wow what a cool like one hit wonder you know I mean how nostalgic that makes me for the times before I obviously don't know that and like I'm not friends with anyone younger than like 22 at this point in my life but that's just what I imagine is is happening with those things and it almost makes me like angry I don't know. I don't know. But speaking of rumors, today has been put back on the top 10. <laughs> Billboard's top 10 uh, after 43 years of its release. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that I will give power to TikTok. Like that obviously would not have happened it's without crazy. TikTok. That's actually fucking crazy to me. I think it's wonderful. I really do think it's wonderful. And kids are learning about Biggie Smalls. Like, these young kids know nothing. These schools don't teach like, those kids anything these world. days. <laughs> Yo, think back to when kids. we were in high school, though. Would you have sat here and been like, I know nothing about music? Like, I feel like we're maybe discrediting. No. I, I, obviously, I started this conversation, it's but the wrong we crowd. are dis- yeah. discrediting <laughs> I will also say another point that TikTok is like becoming a bigger platform than Spotify. Most of my Discover Weekly songs now are uh-huh. are TikTok viral. Mm. And I don't get it. I don't get it because this algorithm is supposed to find me songs that are like 
cool, and I haven't listened to them yet, and it do feels you, like they're just. Um, is know. your Spotify finally separate from your sisters? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's that's straight up. That's all on you. Yes. Yeah, so to me, the the algorithm on Spotify is not very good. Mm. It's good enough, but I think that it's not incredible in the way that the TikTok algorithm is, right? And so I think, like, to me, when I see songs on my Spotify Weekly, I've also seen some weird TikTok songs that do not make sense, given what I've listened to in the past week. And I think that might just be Spotify's way in their algorithm. I bet, like, so I don't know how an algorithm works. You know a lot more than I do, Madeline, being the computer science genius you are. But in my mind, the way an algorithm works is that a robot is sitting in a room, it's reading, (laughs) it's listening to a bunch of songs all day, and to each song it gives, like, a label. So, like, to, to Fleetwood Mac Dreams, it gives, like, nostalgia, um, like, classic, uh, maybe like folk rock and then at the bottom it probably puts tiktok song Um, and so my guess is that spotify is like categorizing the tiktok songs as tiktok songs and is pushing them to people that it senses as being like young enough to be on tiktok so that people Mm -hmm. will will like it and listen to it that's interesting i read an article about their algorithm um but this was a couple years ago yeah so it might have changed just for the discover weekly like the release radar that like makes sense you listen to an artist a couple of times so their new releases they'll just funnel towards you but mm-hmm. discover weekly at least this is how they used to do it is they would take like the you know how when you're listening to an artist it'll say like related artists yeah it would take like a second related artist or like the related artist of that mm-hmm. and start that pushing songs like that and that's i liked that because there's like so many old songs that i get on my um, Discover Weekly that were released, like, eight years ago or something, but they're still really good, and I enjoy Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I wonder if also it's, uh, it could be changed where they're pushing you songs where, like, people, like, listeners like you like it, Mm. like it. And so, you know, more people might be listening to TikTok because, personally, I don't, and I was very careful about this because I didn't want all of my my future Spotify songs to just be TikTok. So I've never, like, gone on my computer and, like, looked up a TikTok song and played it. Mm-hmm. Ever? On Spotify? Probably not. No. So that like, would be my argument for why TikTok is so, like... Like, if you were to have 15 seconds of fame, like, TikTok is literally the definition of that. And, like, I don't think the people that are going viral on it right now, like, honestly, I don't even know what going viral even means anymore. I think it just means that, like, people hear about you for, like, a day, and then, Mm -hmm. like, you had that, and you move on with your life. And, like, Mm -hmm. maybe you make it on the Ellen show in five years (laughs) or something, but, like... What does it even mean to go viral at this point? Because, like, anybody has the opportunity to do it, and, like, I don't think that's, like, a status thing anymore. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. TikTok has really exploited the concept of going viral um, to the point where, like, these people that are making it on the top charts are only doing it, one, because we don't have music from other people, and two, because, like, it's, there's, like, picture it like a heartbeat, and there's, like, a blip in one day that we're, like, all super excited about this one song, Mm -hmm. and there's a dance that's going viral for seven days, but, like, there's already TikToks going around that are, like, 
playing the songs that were like viral four months ago and it's like holy crap can, can, like what's it like to listen to this, like five seconds of this song like isn't it crazy that this was a trend four months ago like but like, I will I will bring it back to Carly's point when I hear those I immediately think of how I felt in that moment or the visual that goes on along with mm-hmm. it sure but you are never gonna go onto Spotify after that and look up that song and say I want this in my library a lot of them no okay I I need to refine what I was saying about like the TikTok songs so I have listened to like I don't know if you heard the girl it's Lizzie McAlpine and she was the one talking about her boyfriend ruining the 1975 for her and (laughs) so I've listened to her stuff but like I've not looked up like Blueberry Fago or like Mood or those stuff like Artists that are similar to me, like the Phoebe Bridgers song, like I'll listen to that. But I would yeah, have because she's to that. like been yeah. around much yeah. before TikTok, and it's like yeah. funny but to like, me that she's the, like now viral in the queer community. And it, I don't know. Yeah, the new ones, like if it's that vibe, I'll listen to it. If it's like some like viral trend with the dances and it's not something that I would usually listen to, I'm not gonna go out of my way to look that up and add it to a playlist. Right. Mm-hmm. So that makes me a little wary about, you know, like, this argument that we're trying to have, or this discussion we're having about, like, is TikTok the best platform for emerging artists at this point? I would say on a long scale, like, on terms of, like, establishing a career and, like, getting signed and, like, having an actual established thing going on for you, I would say no. I would say that TikTok is not doing that for people. I think I think the and obviously I'm not in the industry so I wouldn't know, but I bet these record companies are signing these kids like crazy. And I think Absolutely. that they're all going to become industry plants and we need to like have another conversation about industry plants later. The best <laughs> example of this is and I am the biggest fan of her Claro. And her Dixie D'Amelio. Dixie, yeah. She released a song. I I mean, I don't know if she got signed to a record label, but I think she did. I think that it's. I think that it's absolutely happening. I think that any of those, especially those like, you know, quote unquote a list TikTokers, and it feels gross (laughs) giving them even that because, for the most part, um, they're not doing a lot. But I like they. They're. They're celebrities now. Yeah. And people know who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Disney stars getting signed after they do a show, mm-hmm. even though their music mm-hmm. isn't that good. Like, if people know <clears throat> who they are, especially among the younger viewers of TikTok, they're going to listen to their music. And that's all that record companies care about, in my opinion. And who knows? They could blossom into something like, look at Hannah Montana, look at Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. She started, like, stupid little kids show, and now she's an actual musician that people enjoy listening to like for their actual music so I think it's all about what uh turns these these kids take and if they're able to keep up with uh putting stuff out there that's actually good right I mean it's just it's the quickest way to get your song in front of potentially tens of millions of people all around the world Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Spotify, I love it dearly, and I use it every single day of my 
of my silly life, but <laughs> it is truly like Carly grows not up. a place. <laughs> it's not a place to really like meaningfully explore new music and try to find stuff completely out of your 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 comfort zone or the stuff that you normally listen to. And I think that TikTok, although and I think the key question around TikTok is not that like it's it's a place where everybody in the world pretty much consumes music because that is objectively true but I think it's more like is TikTok less of a music platform because people don't go on it specifically to to find new music or for the music explicitly like I think you know the intentions of anyone going on TikTok isn't to find new music but when everyone closes the app for the day like they've they've probably heard several songs that they really like and that they'll hear maybe dozens more times before it goes kind of out of style and so subliminal like yeah totally subliminal and it's like it implicitly forces you to listen to a lot of new music and I think that that's really powerful and if you think about how businesses always try to kind of coerce people to like buy their product or like want to use their thing that's like a dream right Mm -hmm. like so I think for music companies I'd say that right now is like a really great time to be like a record label or an artist because there's this app out there where if you just put the right song out there you'll get a hundred million viewers easily you're fuming, E. You're so upset. <laughs> it's infuriating, but it's true. No, and it's not. This is it's like real. to me, TikTok is the commercial that everyone sees all the time and knows the jingle for, but has no idea what the product is or for what company it it's a part of. Like that's what the music that comes out of TikTok is for me. But like yes, we can all so come along for, to it, but I could never you. tell you who wrote it and I could never tell you the name of the song and I could never and I we've all talked about it. none of us are going on Spotify and but downloading these songs. Like that's for I think us, it's just a band-aid. That's for us who have really good music taste and can see quality. <laughs> but so many people can't. Mm-hmm. Like I think about if there were frat parties this year, all of them uh, would just be all TikTok songs. Yeah. All That's a good point. I yes. just like the thing to me, like like when I think about an emerging artist and what their goals are, what TikTok is giving, it, it's lacking like the stickiness that you need to like remain relevant beyond just your your one song that's like everyone's heard. Do you know what I mean? Has that not always been the music industry, though? Like, this is this is not, like, sh- shorthanding anybody more than Capitol Records has been for the last 50 years. Every one-hit wonder young teen kid that makes one good song has gone through this time in and time out. And it's, while it's not explicitly, here's my opinion, it's not explicitly a music platform in the way that Spotify is for music, but it is far and away the most influential thing Mm -hmm. on music today right now who knows how long that'll last but I think that that is the case right now fortunately or unfortunately um it's just how hundreds of millions of people are consuming music and we can be old and angry at like this new app with with 13 year olds on it taking away our thunder and making music a commodity but it is what it is and it's it's amazing 
Like, and I'm not saying amazing in a good way. I'm just saying it's, like, awe-inspiring. Yeah, the scale yeah, yeah, totally. of it is crazy. We didn't even talk about SoundCloud, but all right. No. <laughs> SoundCloud's not it. And I will say, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that both of my parents know these songs now, because, like, some of them are decent and are on um, Alt Nation, like, the fact that they know these songs, and I have to be like, yeah, that's a TikTok song. Like, it went viral. That's crazy to me. Like, that's sure. crazy that my older parents know these songs that, yeah. Yeah, TikTok is just, like, one, it's just, like, it's a bunch of commercials over and over and over and over again. So, of course, we're memorizing the lyrics to the 10-second spurt that we hear. It's no different than a McDonald's commercial in 2005. I know that you're really excited to share a song with us, so what would that be? So the song that I was going to share is now basic, and it's on the frickin' Spotify commodity top 10 chart with a bunch of other no-names, and it's, it, it was, <laughs> it was, let me say, it was Put Your Records On by Rit Momney. Um, and my reasoning was that it's beautiful, it's a light and breezy song, it's a cover of an old song, and it's just a recipe for success on TikTok. So that's my PG suggestion, but also something that I'm not happy about since it's now on the top 10. I did not know that. But my, my new song is not on the top 10, I think, <laughs> and it's a little dated. Madeline, I think you would have heard this song. Also another one that I got off of TikTok and that I searched on Spotify because I loved how groovy it was. And it's Morning Sex by Ralph Costelli. Yes. I think it's Costelli. Uh-huh. Costello mm-hmm. might be another thing. But very vibey, amazing song. Um, and was used a lot in Spotify or on uh, TikTok. But now I haven't heard it in in a while. So it's it's gone, but I'll listen to it for a while thanks to TikTok. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you, Carly, for all of your insight. You are beautiful and brilliant, as always. Um, and all of the songs suggested today, we will throw in the the Kareem Bailey Ray cover um, on our playlist that has the same name as this podcast you were listening to, The Jam Collective. And Mads, as always, what would you like them to do? Follow us on everything. Follow us on Instagram and iTunes and Spotify and subscribe and comment if you don't agree with us or if you do agree with us. We want to hear it all. We'll catch you next week.